Hello and welcome back to the Clock End, an Arsenal podcast with me, Steve. And joining me today to talk about all things Arsenal during this torrid international break. Calvin, good afternoon. How are you, mate? I'm going to flip it to good evening, uh, Stephen. Um, yeah, I'm really, really good for a Monday. Can't complain too much. Um, an interlow weekend, week, break. It's not been too bad, um, I think, because a lot of the Wenger stuff, no? It's quarter to five. So technically, it still is afternoon. Liam? Quarter to six over here. So it's, it's, it's evening. In the never. When, when is the when do, when does it become officially evening? We're, we're starting the podcast o'clock. with real questions. Five real o'clock questions. for me. It's five o'clock for you. But no, 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 not for you. I said officially, Stephen. You're not the official fucking <laughs> records of time. <laughs> to be fair, none of us are. I go with six, or just six. after work. After no. work. So to so to clarify, good afternoon, Calvin. Ah, <laughs> oh, fuck right off. Nah, none of you come at me with official lines. Listeners, if you've got my back, have my back, please. Um, and Liam yeah. joins us as well. Liam, good afternoon, good evening. Good good day to you, sir. <laughs> no, I don't know. <laughs> um, no, I have to say, um, no, I'm, I'm all right, but I'm feeling a bit out of my depth with, uh, with this podcast. It's not my area of expertise, but... Um, I'm going to allow you guys to teach me a thing or two, but how are you doing anyway? Yeah, all good. Very good during this uh, Monday afternoon slash early evening. Um. <laughs> you actually, do you know what? I've actually Googled it. I've actually gone and Googled it, lads. Um, we're, we're, it's a bit of column A and a bit of column B. It depends on where you are in the world. Some people say four, some people say five. So I'm happy with the results. Today. I'm going to say five. Um, of course you are, because you're just a difficult little bastard. Do we want to touch upon Emil Smith-Rowe making his England debut? That was pretty cool, right? I can't say I watched it. Uh, I, I can't easily... I can't get the England games very accessibly here anyway. But um, it, it's all the same. It is just good to see him in an England shirt uh, out on the Wembley pitch, not over in Sunderland or wherever they play their under-21s these days. Mm. So it, it was good to see. And uh, he's due to start tonight, so I'm here, and, and Ramsdale too, so... It's been a good week all round, international-wise. As long as we don't get any injuries. So far, yeah. All right, so far. That's finished word. And, um, and it, it, it pulling away from Smith-Rowe, Aubameyang scored a penalty, lads. Oh, did Jesus. he? He did for Gabon. I don't know against who, but he scored, and it was a fucking penalty. I find it mad he still plays international football at 34. I know there's a few others out there. You know, once they get to a certain point in their career, but I do find it you know, like no offense, Gabon aren't great. That's probably mean? why. <laughs> it's probably why, isn't it? Like he could be playing at forty-five and still get into Gabon's starting lineup very comfortably, unless yeah. they have someone break through. And he's been retired five years at that point as well. Hmm. You know? That said, Ronaldo still plays. And he's about forty. Do you see him crying last night? That was that was funny. Yeah, always funny. Ronaldo's, yeah, he's 35, 36. Ibra is 40 and playing, which is... He's a machine. Is mad. I think, did we talk about this? On, I remember back on an early podcast, we kind of, I don't remember we spoke about it, but we were like, is the age of, uh, I might have listened to another podcast, where they're like, is the age of the professional footballer changing when they retire? Who knows? I think it's personal body type. I think, yeah, people, you know, we've got much better healthcare and, you know, sports science and all that sort of stuff, which has been brought into the game, maybe prolonging it a little bit. But not a lot. I think it's quite unique, isn't it? It's it's definitely the 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 um, the niche to go, especially to if you look at Ronaldo, how good he is, and like Zlatan. Zlatan is a machine. Um, yeah. I love how we start talking about Emil Smith Rowe. We end on talking about 
the, the machine this is Zlatan Ibrahimovic, who we nearly glory. signed back in the late 90s, didn't we? Crazy. Another Arsenal player. Could, who, what could have been. Um, so we are going to be talking about Arsenal shits uh, tonight. <laughs> See what I did there. Yeah, I saw what um, you did, yeah. Before we get into that, though, I just want to, well, this is very much shirt related. Um, I put a post out this week on Instagram about the old uh, tradition that Arsenal used to have. Um, mm. Liam, I'm, I'm not sure if you, this, you, may, you may be a bit too young to, re- to remember this, but we used to have this thing where the captain uh, would pick the length of the sleeves. Um, yeah, I'm familiar. It yeah. was um, around, it was still around the, during the Emirates, the early years of the Emirates era, at least. I'm not actually sure when it stopped, but I'm, I'm familiar with it. It's always been a thing. Uh, Matthew Flamini back in, I believe it was 2013, famously cut his sleeves um, away at Old Trafford. Have you ever heard of just rolling them up? Wow. (laughs) He did it a few times, though, actually. It wasn't just in that game. Um, As an article, it's quite funny, and Vic Akers goes absolutely mental at the time. Um, He said there was like like an old bin yeah, mm. in the change rooms at Old Trafford and you see like some yellow sleeves let's say what they'd fetch some money on eBay they would <laughs> I'd pay for yeah. my Flaminia sleeves and do you know he's actually a billionaire apparently oh completely off subject he is yeah that's his um, I can't remember what it's to do with but it's oh, what is it to do with biomet biomet oh, no look, idea anyway something to do with biofuel yeah. biofuels is some description go. I biofuels, think that's what it's about back yeah. to the shirts so um, yeah, I think it was Fear Walcott in around like 2017 2016, I think he played. We played Chelsea at home, and he broke it as well. And, and slowly but surely, it, it feels like it's become a thing of the past. I want to kind of gauge your opinions on this. Like, is it trivial? Does it really matter? I guess you know, if you're playing devil's advocate, you could say it's all about the comfort of the player and the individual. Um, I'll come to you first, Calvin. What are your thoughts? Yeah, I think you touched on the the point I was going to go into at the end there, and I think that's player comfort. And I think anybody who's played a game or uh, football, and I, th- I, you know. There is an element of uh, vanity in this, and this is you know the whole look good, play good scenario. I'm sure you've probably come across this. If you haven't, I'd be pretty surprised. Um, player comfort is definitely key. It's like if you know your boots slightly too big or your shirt is too big, and look, playing amateur football growing up built like a twelve year old when you're an adult. Um, you know, I had to wear some double XLs uh, football shirts back in my days, which were embarrassing to be perfectly honest with you. I'd roll those sleeves up, and they were still pretty fucking big um but i think from the, the tradition yeah I, th- I think when you use the word tradition arsenal i think we all like it that's kind of one of the reasons we probably went to the club in the first place uh, yeah and i say that you know with a pinch of salt because i think a lot of clubs have traditions like you know like this which should probably fade it out faded out over time but i always liked the idea that the captain selected, but I did always feel sorry for the person that feels the cold a little bit more. And I think the base layers have come in and changed the game a little bit there. It's very, very, very rare you see a person with a long sleeve. Um, there is one uh, which we can come on and when we, we we go into the long sleeve versus short sleeve argument. But I did like it. Ultimately, I don't, I think it's, it has got a bit trivial, hasn't it? I'm not too fussed by it. Um, it you know, you go and put in a performance. I don't really give a shit if you've got a long sleeve or a short sleeve on anymore. Um, but it did look smart. That I will give it. It did look smart uh, when everybody decided to wear the same length sleeve. Yeah, I have to say I quite like long sleeve shirts as well. Um, mm. At amateur football in the Netherlands anyway, um, it's still quite popular. Uh, my my own team do. Mm. Um, as a goalkeeper, I quite like long sleeves as well, playing on Astro. 
Nasty. do wonder how much maybe sports science has got involved to an extent. I might be completely off base and making this up completely, but with the level of details you get sometimes now in sports science and professional football, I wonder if they've looked at it and gone, well, wind resistance with long sleeves. Um, and as you say, player comfort. Some mm. players want the shorter sleeves. They're used to a colder climate or something and they want the shorter sleeves. Mm. And that comes into it. I don't know to what extent, but that wouldn't surprise me if the sports science has come into it. Um, I do also just think that in back when the tradition was around, it was all English players. As you slowly get more and more uh, players from abroad, and I'm not really more about the Europeans, but as you come from somewhere like Africa, for example, it's a warmer climate, mm. um, or from wherever they might might be coming from. I wonder if um, they're not so familiar with Arsenal traditions um, in the sense like Arsenal are a global brand, but how much do you really get to hear about our traditions? It's something I find most only English fans know about. So I wonder if it's slowly faded out as well as some of you, you make a signing from abroad, they're not familiar with the tradition as well. Uh, they don't follow it. It sort of gets lost somewhere. I wonder if that also plays a part. Yeah, I think, you know, you, you, you touched on something there, which it's funny, I think it's fading back in. And that's the, the you know, the core Englishness in which we had in our team. If you, you know, you go back to Arsene Wenger when he took over, we had core English lads who taught the foreigners about the Arsenal traditions. And, you know, it was you know, drilled into them in and around the training ground. Whereas now, I think, I think again, this has been spoken about on other podcasts where, you know, you look at the core English group that we've got now, Um different areas of course and I think these things are these traditions can also be generational you know what I used to find as a tradition might be very different to what you do you know because we've, we grew up in different areas you know different impressions of Arsenal at different times so that you know that that would be my 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 two cents worth on it Steve what's your what, oh actually oh and Liam's got another point hang on two seconds sorry, sorry. I was just going to say actually I quite as, as one of the the younger baby fans uh, I actually quite like the tradition and I, I like it. it's a little piece of information, a little unique mm. aspect of our support that I know about um, and kind of makes Arsenal who they are. Not not really in the grand scheme of things, but just a little a little nugget of information there that mm. I think is quite nice and quite unique to Arsenal. I think, though, it's important, though, isn't it? It's your traditions define who you are. Mm. Um, call it like a bit of a cliche, like an old one of those, you know, back in my day sort of sayings. But I do feel like under maybe like the likes of Adams, Vieira, Henri, this, like, it would have maybe, you know, it would still be around. It wouldn't have sort of died of death. I do think, I think Vic Akers in one of the articles says there was players like Aubameyang and there was a few kind of foreign players who'd come in who sort of just didn't really like it, you know. And then obviously with the, with the Under Armour, base layers, whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That's so popular now. Um yeah. I really don't like base layers. I just don't think they look good at all. I, I think it just looks a bit tacky. And also, goalkeepers with short sleeves get in the bin. Um, I really don't like that. Um, and like, do you remember when we had, was it West Brom last season? We had a Bamiang and, and Maitland-Niles who had like, they didn't just have underarm on the top. They had it on the bottom as well. They looked like they had a pair of long johns on. <laughs> yeah, it, it's, it's funny, right? Because... Quick side note, speaking of base layers, I'm probably one of the only human beings you'll meet who can make a base layer look baggy. Um, that just gives the listener an idea about what I'm built like. Um, you know, I think 
you know, the long sleeve, short sleeve. You don't really see long sleeves ever. I mean, outfield, I don't I can't remember an Arsenal player wearing a, a long sleeve shirt for quite a while. I think could it be Sanchez, maybe? That's the sort maybe. of last player I think of. I know maybe. that Cristiano Ronaldo. Thank you. I was just about to say this. And Richard. And there was a, and it was a, who was that guy at Everton? Hamas Rodriguez. Hamas Rodriguez. He used to wear a long sleeve as well, I think. Yeah, this is one I look at Ronaldo. I'm just like, fair play to you. I, I don't really like. Actually, I think that's a bit harsh. You know, great footballer. Hate who you play for. Um, yeah, I like that. I admire that that he's holding on to the the long sleeve tradition because he's from that area. Do you know what I mean? He's so old. At he's so point. old. <laughs> but in football, he's, like, he's, he's your age. Really. He's he your is. age. He's so exactly. Old. But I'm old as a footballer. I'm fucking old, man. I can go. Oh, and, I can qualify for over thirty five. No problem. You be playing for Gabon. It's interesting actually because uh, what I wanted to ask was like, do you think they'll actually ever stop selling long sleeve shirts? Because this sort of goes into my next point. But obviously, oh. it was announced this week that we are re releasing the 93 94 away shirt in short sleeve and long sleeve shirts. This hasn't been officially confirmed, but it's, you know, it's, it's, it's the word on, on, on the street. Very exciting. And also, they're releasing tracksuits and all sorts as well apparently it's very unlike us isn't it releasing as much fucking merch as we possibly can Adidas love it don't they, they really but it's do. exciting though I I'm actually really excited for this job I think I was saying to you on a recent podcast like or maybe off podcast that like I'd love for us to go back to Nike mm. so we could get a rerun of all the Nike Premier stuff like all that mid to late 90s stuff like, it was so good and it's and it's so hard to find now I'll only really embrace this as long as they sort out the 90s style of fitting a shirt because I think we've spoken like this so many times. These shirts are some of the oddest sizes and shapes you are ever, ever likely to see. So if they can put a bit of a modern touch in relation to getting sizing accurate, not I'm not talking about getting them, you know, like those Kappa shirts that are literally painted on you. Um, but that was another thing that kind of changed as well. If you look over time, just, you know, slightly going back a little bit to the, the, base, layer, uh, the base layer thing, but, you know, the aerodynamics that Liam was saying, you, you kind of say it half joking, but at the same time, it's, that was one of the reasons you look at shirts now compared to how they were 10, 15 years ago. They are, you know, they're not baggy. They don't flap around in the wind. So you don't have wind resistance. I'm sure this is a thing. Of course it is. You know, rugby players did it. Then we did it. So, yeah, it'd be interesting to see. I'd like to think the long sleeve thing will stick around. And it's funny you mentioned, will it, will it die out? Will clubs stop selling them? Someone did a post on this. It's probably classic football shirts. I'm not sure if you would have seen it, but they literally went around all the Premier League clubs and said, had a look at the club catalogue and said, out of the, you know, the 20 Premier League clubs, X amount sell long sleeves. It was only a handful that did. I think it was us, United, and a couple of others, whereas the rest just don't even offer it as an option anymore. Really? Yeah. Yeah, that's, it was sad to see, but it made me feel proud that the Arsenal still, still, you know, can. Wow. When there's, where there's money, you know, do you know what I mean? There's a, if there's a will, there's a way. Anyway, there. let's get on to Liam's favourite shirts. How many have you got? I actually have a quite a large collection. I couldn't tell how many because I couldn't find it. I've moved... I moved out uh, only a few months ago, and I don't actually know where my collection is at the moment. But I have a true collector a, would never let that happen. Just saying, you always know where your shirts are. Come on. As I said, well out of my depth for this one. This is where yeah. you guys teach me, um, <laughs> as opposed to other podcasts where you still teach me. Um, <laughs> no, I, so I do have a collection, a fairly large-ish collection, not 
not yours, Calvin, by any stretch of the imagination, but some. Mm. My favourite, and it's going to begin a bit, probably another 45-minute discussion, which is me and Steve arguing, but one of my favourites is actually the 2008 to 2010 home. I don't, can't, so let me explain myself as well. I'm Before done. We you fucking, it, actually, just spoiler alert, yeah, you really need to fucking explain yourself because that made it onto my worst home kit list. I, oh, no. Sorry, spoiler alert, spoiler that alert. That was my <laughs> second worst ever home shirt. Liam, so, you, come on, yeah, dig yourself out of this one. So, I'm playing the autism card here. So, listen, ah. I, 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 have, I, I am autistic. So, for me, I really don't like kids that are too, too out there, a bit too bold, and because uh, it's too much stimuli for me. And I'm not making yeah. that up. It is genuinely a thing. So, I like really simple, but something mm. at least that's a little bit different, enough to be not just plain old, red and white and that'd be it mm. something a little bit a little twist a little something unique and for me it was also one of the very first kits i owned one of the first kits i remember so it does stick around with me and for me that resembles what That's i like funny. seeing a kit which which pretty clean so it's a little bit different and, and that suits me quite well so that's why it's up there for me to be fair bearing in mind it was your first shirt i get that yeah. It, yeah i get it um so that is that is that top of the tree, or is it? Oh, we are we just, or is it? Just, is there no particular order? There's no particular okay. order, if I'm honest. Okay. Um, so another home kit I wanted to give a bit of a shout out to is actually last season's home kit. Yeah. Because again, it was quite. A, it was just a little summit. Just the, the, what was it? The chevrons, um, mm. more or less. Uh, I think they were actually chevrons. The Arsenal, yeah. Yeah, so I'm not keen on this season's home kit because for me it's too basic. It's it, it's too just red and white. It resembles Ajax a bit for me. Mm. Um, it's a little bit too basic. But last season, in comparison, it was just a little again. There's a little tweak, a little design tweak, but it's very aesthetically pleasing to me at least. Mm. So I wanted to give a little nod um, to last season's home. Um, I did have a favourite older. And I say older, and you guys are still going to be like, what? That's not old. Yeah, you need to get rid of that. You guys, none of your listeners would have seen this. You just did air quotes. And I'm like, whoa, <laughs> my. Old. Well, old. So the 98 to 2000 home, Dreamcast, I think it was. JVC Dreamcast. Yeah. That was a solid. And I quite like just, it's, I think it's got the little black uh, in between the red and white going down the, um, going down the middle of the shirt. Um, and just it very clean. It felt very clean. That surprises me because that's this season's shirt. Thank you. Feels very sorry. Feels Thanks. very similar to that. It's taken a lot of reference from it. So it surprised me that you actually don't like this season's shirt. Yeah, well, I think for me, what it does for me is it resembles too much to Ajax because the red's too thin. Like it comes in too much to the middle. Yeah, and the, and it, there's something in there. It just bugs me. Um, because spoiler alert on my worst, one of my worst ones is the oh, what was it, the 1819 home kit where the red doesn't go up enough, if that makes sense. And you got the little weird red. That? Sorry. Yeah, that was my funny enough. The last Puma kit, you're talking Uno Emery's last mm. season with the red hoop around the white sleeve. All white yeah, sleeves with a red I, hoop. You've hit both of my worst shirts there, Liam. So uh yeah, that, that for me was horrible. But in the same aspect, whereas this season's is too sort of narrow, it wasn't high enough. Mm. For me, so yeah, that's why I don't like this season's anyway. I actually like that eighteen ninety one. I think it's not a bad shirt. I don't like. It. I I never I never liked it. 
The other thing I think I just wanted to give that a shout as well is because a lot of kids, like, do you remember the 2017 FA Cup final? Um, I've never been told, I think I like it, but I'm not sure. But I remember it fondly because we won the FA Cup in it. And it was Wenger's last FA Cup. So I think I, what I find with shirts is that a lot of, whether I like or don't like, is sort of remembering, did we win a cup in it or was it a shit season? So I think that last season shirt could get forgotten about in history somewhere. It's just another Arsenal shirt. But I think it was nice enough to get a mention. Is it, hang on, you just said last season shirt. We won, won the, the FA, FA cup, cup in it, weirdly. We did, didn't we? Yeah, we wore it because it was in June or July or August. See, I, I disagree <laughs> with that argument because you look back the 94, 96 Strandberg, for many Arsenal fans, you could argue one of the greatest we've, we've ever had. It's actually, just a side note on that, Steve, I think that's a really good point because that, that kit, we all did we win it. anything we, in it? It's, it's actually attached to one of our most painful memories as a fan base. Which kit is it again, sorry? So we're talking 90, 94, 95. It's the first, first win once we switched from Adidas to Nike. Yeah, we didn't win anything in it, did we? Um, no, we got to the Cup Winners' Cup final for the second year running, lads. What happened in that final? We lost them, Henoys, didn't we? No, even worse. We lost to someone we would expect to beat, didn't we? We lost to Real Zaragoza and a former Spurs player who went by the name of Naeem decided to bang one in one of the most ridiculous goals you'll ever see in a final by the way from the halfway line oh yeah I've seen that mm. to be fair in all fairness I was only five at the time mm. so excuse me if I don't really know no, no that is fair but that is that's just proven your point there it's not necessarily associated with success I'm thinking of Galatasaray mm-hmm. for the penalty shootout yeah that was yellow Sega yeah yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, I, uh, maybe that's just me then. Um, I've always found that some of the shirts I forget about are seasons where fuck all happened, fourth or... Um, There's been a lot of those in your lifetime. been a lot of those. But like high, the Highbury, the final season at Highbury, nothing really to write home about season-wise, but it's, the lo- it's iconic because of the, the colour of the kit we're wearing, of course, as well. Mm-hmm. For last season at Highbury, we could have worn anything that's yeah. and it'd be remembered because it's hybrid final. So I do yeah, think there's some sentimental attachments. That's sometimes. a great. That's a great point. We could have worn like a bin bag. <laughs> yeah, I was literally thinking on. bin yeah. bag as well when he said it. And people would be like, "So iconic that shirt, that bin bag. Oh, I've got really shimmer, high quality shimmer. The player version, I've got the long sleeve version. We went actually. Good, that's a good point. And I can't remember this because I was too young and not. I was too poor to be able to afford fucking, you know, these expensive player issues. But when did that become a thing? When did Arsenal start actually selling replicas and then player issues? It's been it's been a while. Definitely, it was when we went to Puma for sure. But I'm near. I don't know whether Nike did it before. If anybody knows, I'd love I, to. Know. I think a lot of the player issues that are sold for like classic football shirts is where they've sourced them. Not, I, I don't think they were ever sold commercially. Mm. Don't quote me on that, but um, I, yeah, I think it is. It, obviously, Adidas has to do it now. You can get them. All clubs do them, um, mm. and it's all money, really, isn't it? That, it's, there's, 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 there's no reason for it other than they can charge. Yeah, it's hundred pound, isn't it, for a player issue? I think it was definitely in the Puma years. I can't really remember Nike mm. having player issues. Me neither. Me neither. That was before. No. I don't know. It's just, just you no know, marketing ploy, isn't it? But when did that? Yeah, when did that switch happen? Have I mean, a look. It, do some research, mate. No, but and it's listeners, funny. if you know. Send us a message. 
just on that though, it's just, it's only as I've got older and followed more accounts like, you know, like Rocky and people like that who are getting hold of these old school shirts or getting hold of like, you know, shirts. God knows where he gets hold of some of them, uh, by the way. Um, but it was only when I noticed that if you go back to 94, um, you know, Palmer, when we won the Cup Winners' Cup, and I know this is going way back, but that shirt in particular, I noticed that if you had an official one, it was an embroidered badge. Um, whereas if you had a replica, it was more of this heat transferred kind of, I don't know, felty sort of iron on. Kind, yeah, it's like a yeah, heat transfer iron sort of plasticky sort of. Yeah, I, I can't describe it, but I didn't even know that. So obviously, we were just buying actual replicas for years and not the ones that players actually wore on the pitch, but it's only recently become available. Look, this. That's side note bullshit, and I'm sorry if I bore anybody, but... Anyway, going back to Liam. Um, yeah, back to him. So, Liam, so far we've gone for last season's home. Mm-hmm. We've gone for the 10 10 which is less to do about the bear. Mm-hmm. Um, just well, managed to say that. Just managed to get that out. Just. What else, uh, what else are we going for? And the, and the 99, 99-2000, yeah. So I've got just a few more. So That's fine. speaking of very take, take recent, take your time, mate. You've got all the time in the world, but not literally. Calvin's got tea time in like an hour. <laughs> uh, really, Amazed you're not already eating uh, during as we're recording. You know, excuse me. <laughs> um, I like. I'm starting to like this development. Liam has my back. Uh, yeah, when, when you try to dig me out, Liam fucking has my back. I love. I know. I don't like this. Do What's try. this? <laughs> you, you guys are going to run off a second podcast soon. <laughs> Anyway, back to the shirt. So, yeah, and speaking of recent, so I've gone actually as recent as this season. And Steve, you're going to hate me, and I think you will too, Calvin, if I remember rightly. I like the away kit a lot. And one of the reasons is the badge. Now, I don't normally like a badge that's not the actual club press. I really didn't like the 125th year badge. I liked the idea, but I didn't like the badge at all. I really like the cannon. I like just having the cannon. There's something about it to me seems really like, oh yeah, that's that's quite classy. Yeah. And it's just, it's a really nice, it's really basic as well, which doesn't usually speak to me, but it's a very nice colour, I think. And it's just quite a clean look with the cannon badge. So mm. I do quite like the seasons away. No, I, I would back that. Um, my only one criticism would be, and it's not that it's the face in the wrong way, because that's just the way we have it, it faces these days, is I think it could be a little bit smaller. Like on the on the retro shirts, it's quite a bit, it looks quite big. Do you know what I mean? It is quite a chunky cannon, though, isn't it? Um, I know what you mean because, funny enough, I'm I'm not one for buying merch, but I bought a, a jumper last season. Adidas did a, a really nice jumper that had just the sim- the actual cannon that we're now using on the away shirt. Um, it was really simplistic in its design, but I do know what you mean. It is quite quite chunky or something. Yeah, I know what you mean. Uh, I can't say I thought of that myself. Uh, if I'm looking, I'd have to see it like actually in front of me. I can't recall other ways, but fair comment. It, it would have been interesting if they'd have had the cannon all three just just for one season. Just... I wondered what I thought when because your away was the first to be released, wasn't it? Because we yes. wore it against Palace. Um, yeah. I thought I well, I kind of assumed that they were going to do it all kits, so I was a bit surprised that they didn't, or they did it for the away and not the third or something like that. Mm. I did find that a bit odd. Now you mention it. Yeah. What do you actually just a side note? Because obviously you love the uh, this season's away shirt. What do you what are your thoughts on on the third shirt this season? I really want to like it because I like the pattern, but it's a bit too much for me. It's it is, a bit yeah. too bold. It's, it's just a, it's not much, but it's just bold enough for me to 
yeah, be put off a little by it. But I really it, want to like it. It's it nice. wasn't. It wasn't good with the Red Sox against Brentford. I really we like have, uh, Red Sox are crap. We Red haven't, Sox we haven't crap. watered much this season. No, I do love Red Sox with home kit. I've Me always too. been. I hate when we have uh, white socks with home kits. I think and it always. Awful. It always used to happen when we played Chelsea away. We wear red socks. It looks so I, good. It does with the o the o two o four Vincible shirt with the red socks. Looks so good. Mm-hmm. Love that. Mm-hmm. Actually, just going back to the dare I say the o eight ten. Do you remember the I socks? Wish you that? They were white. I oh, know. I'm sorry, but do, they <laughs> yeah. were white with a red band. Yeah, I like them. Yeah, I actually did like them a lot. That that might have come into my thinking, but I've only just. I think we had red it. ones as well with what with a white band. We did, and did that we? I really I liked. remember. That that's what I really liked last season's kit. God, people are probably Ed thinking, socks. God, these guys are obsessed with. Oh, these guys are talking about <laughs> Arsenal's sock color. Mm. That's what we're doing. Um, we're doing red Trapping. socks all day long. Red socks all day long, but no, that is a great, anyway. a great, a great shower. I do think this season's yellow. Um, mm. Is it yellow? It's more of like a. It is a bit piss yellow, isn't it? Let's be honest. A little bit. I I went with golden yellow when someone tried to argue that with me because I had a a teammate of mine that I play with argue, oh, it's a piss yellow. I went, no, it's golden. Honest. It's like yellowy lime. (laughs) It's a sort of, yeah. It's like a builder's high-vis jacket. It's a bit piss, isn't it? I mean, it is what it is. I I like it. I thought it was nice. You mentioned mentioned on the last podcast, didn't you, about um, Leno wearing it and it was to do with some sort of I think it's marketing. Yeah. yeah. It looks terrible. Don't, don't I don't worry. like kits on no. keepers. I, I, just, I don't know why we've done it more recently besides I think it is just marketing. They use the, oh, it's a kit clash. Honest. I think that's an excuse. Yeah, yeah. Ramsdale never. Chelsea, no, because Chelsea and Man City, they always play blue and blue, dark blue, light blue. So no one can tell me it's a kit clash no. with the keeper at the other end of the pitch. No. no. Anyway. That was a thing, speaking. though. Sorry, because obviously it's keepers. You'll get there in the end, Liam. We, we will get <laughs> there five but... times. But... It's the keeper thing. You just said something real funny that just popped into my head. Like, keepers were told to change their shirts if the goalkeepers clashed, right? So if they were mm-hmm. both wearing black, someone else had, had to change, and you sat there going, when are they ever going to be fucking stood next to each other? Jesus yep. Christ. Like, they're going to the clash. Home, the home, the away, the ref, the away keeper, home goalkeeper, all five have to be different. Like, that's why goal, That's why referees have black, green, pink, Possibly one other um, kits because that even the referees can't clash with the players or either goalkeeper. Ridiculous. Yeah. Anyways, for the sixth time, lucky. Uh, oh, one more thing. I was going to do it as well. <laughs> one of you had to. Go on, um, actually, it's goalkeeping related. So, being a goalkeeper, you had to throw in some keeper kits. I like it. I quite yeah. like. So, the 14 15 Chesney, uh, think he's, well, I think it was the season he saved the penalty at Anfield. Think it was that one, or against Spurs made a couple of good saves. Was it like a that, dark black navy sort of? Yeah, there was a very dark blue navy, and there was also a green version, but it had this pattern down the side of it as well. I like that. I like that keeper kit a lot. Yeah, I get. And, yeah, I see that. Yeah, and oh, no, it wasn't fourteen fifteen. It was eleven twelve. Sorry, it was the older one of my two. Oh, because having... the fourteen fifteen is Puma. Puma. It was a Puma kit. Yeah, that's and nice. it's the only Puma kit I've ever really liked because it's got the um, it's got like this weird square. Um, yeah, that yeah, is that's that is a lovely shirt actually. That is really nice. Such a nice yeah. kit. I love the Such neck nice on it. Kit. 
Mm, that yeah, the neck as well. And, and very nice. And it's but it's got the badge. I actually really like that badge. Yeah, me too. Yeah. I, I didn't like that as the 125th year and anniversary badge, as I said, but it sort of weirdly suits that kit. It really Something does. It's nice, why, but... it's nice that you mentioned goalkeeper shirts because we back in like the Dramberg ones back in the 90s were incredible. Some really, really you... lovely pieces. Love the Adidas ones from way back when. I've got a lovely, um, I think again, it would have been that 94 sort of era when it was all black, all black keeper shirt. And then it had the, the three Adidas stripes kind of coming up from oh, the Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah, big, big fan of that one. The final one that I had was uh, against, sorry, so that was the 11-12, but the final one is the 14-15, and it's a Puma one. I, as I started to explain, I think, it's got like the weird square, but uh, larger ones, almost like squares coming into the middle. It's a weird sort of three, not really 3D. It black or green? Uh, the black one. Didn't really like the green, but the black one's nice. It's goalkeeper shirt again. That's it. Yeah, keeper shirt. It's a Puma one, and I've never really liked any of their shirts except that one, that goalkeeper one. Yeah, I can and see I, that. I'm a, I'm a bit of a sucker for dark colours as well, um, person, just personally anyway. So then they were my two keeper shouts. I, I like the, I like the keepers. That's great. We, yeah, you know, it was soon I hadn't even really thought about. Um, what one keeper shirt that was kind of stands out to me. It was it was like I liked it, but it was quite horrible. Was the was the 0203. Remember like the grey with like the weird yellow. Weird roundy neck. It was a, it. it was it was sort of nice, but in like a vulgar sort of way. Rami Shabam, it um wears it in that famous pitch when on re-celebrating for the Tottenham fans. Yeah, it's got a little bit of light blue detail on it as well, yeah, weirdly. It's a weird shirt, but um no, we, we, we've had some great goalkeeper shirts over the years. Um, this season's too, even. I quite like this season's and I think last were even quite nice. Yeah, the blue version's lovely. They're very I don't know how I feel about that, just because I don't really like this short sleeve. Just don't don't buy into it. I just think it's I just think it was weird. Are they available weird. to purchase in long sleeve? You'd I like think to think so. They? Holy, I think they are. I've not, not, I haven't bought a goalkeeper shirt for so so long. I would have no idea anymore. I haven't either. I've only ever owned one, and it was the completely block yellow. I think Chesney wore it quite a few times as well. Complete yellow. Nothing else to it. It's the only keeper kit I've ever owned. Uh, I've ever owned. Um, long sleeve too. So before I tell you about a few of my favourite pieces, I want to talk a little bit about um, names on shirts and where we all sort of stand with this. And if we've got any sort of random ass, you know, I mean, listen, I'll, I'll be the first to sort of, you know, kind of uh, say that, you know, when I, when I was a kid, I got Steve 8 on the back of my shirt, a classic. I've also classic. got Stokes 8. Um that's as far as I went though, really. I always really wanted I then with an eight and then a Spurs. Never got it though. Good. Um and all, there's so many I see. I saw one that was like 49 undefeated. That was quite good. Yeah, or that's not bad. Guna for life. Saw that recently. I find it tacky, if I'm honest. Mm. I've I know I've just been doing all the speaking, but I'll, I'll just jump in here. I was speaking. I've then. never my I'm taking over the <laughs> you speak over. away my friend I've never been a fan of names on the back I've always really disliked it because one of two outcomes happens one you get a player on the back and they fuck off I've done it with Nazri done it with Fabregas though I still have some love for him it's one of my favorite, first ever favourite players up and coming at the time when I was getting into it football mm. and Arsenal 
Mm-hmm. You, but I, then again, I also have a Rosicki, so sometimes it does work for you. Mm-hmm. So I find that happens. Uh, or they get something really tacky, like that Guna Forever, where you get married couple and they have partner's name forever. I've seen them before. Don't there's, like it. There's a really Don't funny like Twitter page. I can't remember what it's called, but it posts like these sort of pictures. And there was this guy with like a Newcastle shirt on it. So like Milf Hunter. And, and then, then 69. I, yeah. I, was, I was trying and to think of it just now when you mentioned it. Him yeah. in the shirt. And I think it says like, she's got like mom on it or something like that. And yeah. It's oh. so funny. Um, so there, there was, there was holding hands. The yeah. holding hands in that picture too. There was, a, there was something on uh, Instagram. Israel's goal shared it. And it was an Arsenal fan. Was it like rim job? That like 69. Like, yeah. There's, there's what? some really strange people about. That's, that's just <laughs> like, I like when it's sort of football related, but that's just weird. Like, when I was leaving after the week, I've got there was one this guy I've got to hear. Um, he had the the O five O six Burgundy with Homer Football N five. I also really like the um, love love. Is it Love Always Wins? The the Saka shirt. I think the club actually released them themselves. Have you not? Have you not? Calvin looks so confused. Yeah, I mean that is my my, my natural resting face. But yeah, explain explain what's going on there. I'm just gonna. I'm just trying to find the photo now. It was when it was still Saka. Love always wins seven. Did they release that? Yeah. Or did they just put it in the club shop just for... Yeah. Yeah. A lot, they, a lot of people had them. Really? Yeah. Oh, there we go. Um, first I'm hearing of it today as well. Me too. I remember the photo and I just thought, oh, they're just doing that for, you know, a few likes on the gram, you know, how it goes. Uh, I, but, yeah. I always wanted to get I ate Man U, then Man, then a U. I'm, yeah. so, I'm so glad I didn't. Have you guys got anything? Any yeah. old shirts with Calvin? Not one, Calvin because... Liam Five. Getting your own name's one thing, right? Your own surname. Getting your first name's a strange decision, Steve. Just going to throw that out there. But yeah, I've got... Thanks. Yeah, you're welcome. <laughs> I've got a couple of shirts with my surname on it, which, I, you know, if you go back to Dranberg's Nike Premier goalkeeper shirt with the 3D Machino print, funny enough, which has just come back to light. Um, I did put page and number one on the back of that. But look, that I was a kid, so that's fine. I did something a tad bit worse than this, which is ultimately very cringe when I look back at this now. I still own this shirt, and I am going to get it fixed and repaired because I do think there's a little way around it. So obviously my surname being Paige, um growing up this isn't a thing anymore liam i don't think but the sun newspaper amongst a few others used to do something on a certain page number know what you mean don't worry but it's so because it's just page and then three underneath that's just my name and it's just the number it's football but yeah that was the intention behind it which is very cringe but we did have a number three by the name of Sanya that played. I can probably peel off those letters and get it replaced with that's, Sanya, which I think I'm going to do. That's so funny. That's that's the podcast name. An Arsenal shirt podcast page with an R. <laughs> Look, it's, no, it's, no, it's nowhere near fucking rim job 69. So, you know, I think that's, that's not... We'll cut that out. <laughs> yeah, we, we should nearly that. We'll have to cut it out. You're going to do a lot of editing. No, no, a few no. times in the last five. Um, no, no, it's, oh. it's interesting though. Like, I've, there's there's a really good. I uh, found like a website and it had all like and someone basically took photos around the Arsenal with different shirts. And there's there's tons of different stuff like good old Arsenal. We're mm. proud to say that name. 
Um, people have literally gone to town like full on like essays. Mm. Uh, th- th- this one is great. I told my wife the Arsenal was still and is my first love. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's keep it's keeping the the club shops going. If anything, you know, not so much these days. Back in the day, you had to you had to pay per letter and then per number. Whereas now it's just a flat fee, no matter right. what name or number you get. I don't know whether you, if you're doing customizations like that, though, they might be like, here, lads, you're taking the piss a little bit. You know, you've got fucking 100 letters there. Do you know what I mean? For 12 switch. Just dawn. Yeah, it's just dawned <laughs> on me. I've actually had two customizations. I don't have them anymore. It's a bit cringe. So <laughs> I had one. Do you remember we had the, the 2007-8 yellow shirt? The one Arshavin scored. Just glad it in. wasn't the home shirt coming up again, to be yeah. honest. <laughs> yeah, the Arshavin scored four in. And yeah. it was a it was a sort of a throwback to that Anfield 89 shirt. Like, that's, what they, that's how they market it anyway. Yeah. I had Anfield 89 on that shirt, which to be fair, I've actually seen a few times. I mean, I sold it because I didn't, it was like a medium, I didn't wear it. So if you ever see it about, could be my old shirt. I also okay. had the O10. Um, long sleeve, the nice one, the one after you want. I love how you called it O10. The O1011. Is it O1011? The one that. It's just 1011, mate. Oh, yeah. yeah. (laughs) Well, I'm thinking 2010, and I. O10. It's been a a long day of doing this. It's Monday. Um, And I had that with She Was Nice on it. And then I said, there was, um, if you ever listen to the Tuesday Club podcast with Alan Davis, it used to be all up for grabs now. They had the saying, it's like she was nice, and I just gone up my shirt as a joke for that. And I, but then I had like eight on it because I like Sammy Nose at the time. And then mm. over time, it sort of thought, I thought that looks a bit weird. You've got she was nice, then eight. You, know you like number eight though, don't you? You've got a strong affiliation, strong, yeah. But so that, yeah, so I can't, I forgot all about that. That's 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 a bit cringe, yeah. yeah that's bit. not great, not great. Yeah, I, I've still, I know I've said that I, I can't stand them, but I have got one. Recent, well, I've got two, but I'm saving one for a story later. But I have got one. So being in the Netherlands, I live in Groningen, which is all the way at the top of the country. And Can you pronounce that in problem, English, please, for the listeners? Groningen. There we go. <laughs> You've got to butcher it, mate. Yeah. Come on. Yeah, whatever. Anyway, <laughs> I, I'm, pr- I'm proud of where I live, right? But in the next province over in Drenthe uh, is where Viviana Miedema grew up. And she recently scored 100 goals uh, for Arsenal in this season's kit. So I have got this season's home kit. And I did get Miedema 100 on the back when I visited the UK a little while ago. Nice. Um, that, that's Other than when I was a kid and having Rizitsky, Fabregas, uh, mm. I think under Nazarene, might have had a Van Persie, not sure. Mm. Um, that's the only time I've ever gone with names on the names with the back. That's fair. Steve, as you know, I went through that... F- a phase, I think, where we didn't have many fantastic plays. Um, mm. I just went for a phase of just putting numbers on the back. Um, yeah. I've got, yeah, quite a few of them. Um, it's probably through that middly sort of Emirates era since when we opened to now, where we were a bit of a, yeah, just floating through the abyss, to be honest with you, it felt like a lot of the times. But it's funny, because I look, you know, you said it earlier, you can look back now and be like, right, well, who was kind of good then? Or who was a cult hero? You can go back and add these numbers or the names to the numbers, as long as they were decent. Um, I think a lot of them are 10 or 8, funnily enough, Steve, right up your street. Yeah. I do love a number 8. I do, yeah, love, Fre- I do love Frey Lundberg. Um, any other sort of random shirts we've had? Or, 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 or have we covered... All things weird and wonderful. I mean, I've one regret recent, not the pastry thing. Um, I you remember the mint yellow puma shirt we had there? I think it might have been our last third shirt. Yeah, I did 
I've got Gendouzi on the back of that. That might come back to bite me in the ass a little bit, I feel. Yeah. It could hold its value, though, in like 30 years' time. It'd be like, a, oh, this is a, you know, an OG Gwendouzi mm. third shirt. Like um, an early Serge Nabry shirt or something like that. So moving on to, I'm going to talk a little bit about some of my finer pieces in my collection. Um, if you follow me on Instagram, at In The Clock End, if you don't, well, it's entirely up to you. But I do like to post a lot of Arsenal retro wares. I'm more of a, what's for, I do love a jumper. I love a jacket. A coat, um, mainly from 1996 to 1997. I'm using the Bruce Nana's Instagram page here. Go and follow him if you don't already. Fantastic page. Um, and if it's, it's, you've got the whole catalogue. And the, the the three pieces that I've got, re- well, I haven't got recently. I've got one recently that I absolutely love. We're all from actually this year. So uh, we've got the, the the navy blue Arsenal sweater. Famously, Arsenal Wenger's first game when he sat on the bench. If you remember oh, that with name. the gothic sort of print on on the front, gothic print, uh, yeah, huge crest on the arm, and then the oh, big A on the other. Got that very recently. Honestly, really? probably the, my favourite um, Arsenal piece. And then mm. I've also got the fleece from that year. Um, it's like a navy fleece, old crest, with like a little half zip. Love yeah. that. Yeah. And then I've got a coat as well, like a navy coat, massive old crest, quite long. Um, and also, like I haven't got these, but I'd love them. You know, you know the the, the there was a red and a blue version. It was like the training top with the big tick and the old mm. badge in the middle. And it was literally just it was like the old original shirts back in like the seventies, just the, the red and with the white trim. Yeah, they are really nice. I often see them up on eBay. There was about mm. hundred pound, and well, hard to find them in good nick as well. Because lads, I mean, let's be realistic. You, even now, if I was to buy some Arsenal training gear, I'm more likely to go for a knockabout in that than I am an Arsenal shirt these days so yeah. yeah i mean i don't yeah for me it's all about wearing it's just really wearing it to the games um or on the weekend or on a sunday monday tuesday wednesday thursday whenever steph does whenever basically steph isn't around to tell me off about wearing arsenal wear um, anyway um i do yeah. love vintage wear um uh, from that era i do love all the night premier stuff as well from like the 94 95 what do you um, make just on that then steve obviously look because you're not you know you do appreciate a shirt as i know um but I've always known that you're, you know, you do love the, you know, the, like we just talked about, you know, the jackets, the zip ups, all that sort of stuff. And you say you're, you know, you love the retro. What's your, uh, you know, what's your kind of take on some of the newer stuff um, that Adidas are doing? You enjoying some of that? Are you liking some of the, you know, the coats and training wear that we're doing? Have you, have you purchased any? Um, you know, I actually did recently where about the, you know, they had the thirty percent sale. Um, I got one of the training tops, the white one with like the big mm. can in the middle. Mm. Is it like is it like, is it part of their travel range? I think it is. Yeah, it part is. of that. That was really nice. Um, and there's also really nice the travel coat. It's like black and red. Is it got like a slightly off-centered zip? Yeah. Yeah. That's it. It's about hundred pound. A bit pricey if you're listening, to Steph. Actually, you know what to get me for Christmas. But that is really nice. Just on that point, talking about pricey, we're not talking about one of the official photographers, uh, photographers at Arsenal Football Club. We're talking about like the price of some of the stuff which is coming up. Have you seen? You obviously the, the this year's third shirt. They've recently brought out a winter range, and there's a coat in this, right? It's, just, it's like a Adidas puffer coat with the you know the the design around the shoulders with the lightning bolts. It's over two hundred quid. It's about two hundred twenty pounds. Is it like a light blue? No, it's it's yeah, it's, it's dark blue with this at the top around the shoulders. Oh, I'm like, sorry, I'm pointing to the design of the third shirt there, listeners. I keep forgetting we're not on telly. But um, <laughs> <laughs> this, is, this, is, 
just a reminder, this is an audio platform. <laughs> yeah. So um, it's crazy though. Yeah, um, did, did you see that picture yeah. I posted today of like this this uh, new Burgundy range they're releasing? <sighs> it's horrendous. It's horrendous. And the first thought, sorry, just to, to cut across again, I just thought it, it screamed. It's a, it, it's a, it's a, like a retro. It's not retro necessarily, but it reminds me of World Cup two thousand two sort of era, or maybe that kind of Adidas era when we weren't part of Adidas. So I'm like, it doesn't even fit that, you know, anything to do with our history. We weren't part of you lot back then. And it's fucking horrible. Um, I know, look, some people will love it and they'll just see the Burgundy and the Arsenal, they'll put the two and two together. But one, I find it really weird that we're trying to, that Adidas are trying to go for this Burgundy Arsenal vibe when that was a Nike thing. Just... Yeah. No, I agree. And I think it's very lazy. The, the design is it's like the template is so Shite. basic. I've seen a few people post it going like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, no, it's not. It's awful. It's, it's so average. Um, mm. So let's switch it up a bit. We'll switch gears. Let's get a bit controversial. We're going to talk <laughs> I about... The Liam, sorry, I love that Liam's having a giggle on that as well. <laughs> We're going to... Listen, just so you know, two about four attempts to... Um, introduce this next bit and they've just laughed um, so thanks still a lot got it. No, we, could, we said what you're going to do and you're like yeah I'm going to do it and then you just didn't do it <laughs> <laughs> this is how we roll here um, so basically um, we've all got our worst ever Arsenal shirt home and away some of us might have more than one Calvin he's probably <laughs> yeah. about he's probably about 16 can't help it um, so we're going to go home shirt first Liam do you want to do the honours what, what is your worst Arsenal shirt of all time. So yeah, I've briefly mentioned it earlier in the pod, but it's that um Emery 1819 home kit. Uh, one, yeah. It stops too short. Like for some reason it feels like the red doesn't come all the way up, if mm. that makes any sense. If I'm no, even describing that for an all- I mean it makes sense I'm doing the, the action because we really think we want we ought to be on telly at this rate. Um so uh, it, it just uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Vertically, it doesn't go up vertically red enough mm. for me. Mm. Yeah, it feels like it stops short. The red around the sleeve like interrupts the white, and then it's a really faded. If from a distance, even looks pinky kind mm-hmm. of red. Yeah, it does. It just does it. And then what I mentioned as well, just trying to back up my point and prove I make some sense. It also has the negative connotations of being Emery's last season, and I think. That makes it quite easy to look down on as well. Just everything was crap that year, kit, season, everything. Yeah, Baku really just, comes screaming back when I look yeah. at that kit. That's fun. And I just don't want to remember Baku. I don't want to remember anything. I mean, Valencia was a good night, don't get me wrong. But Didn't play in that, just, thank God. Just don't want to think of... It's just it's just not a nice kit. It was a crap season. It's just crap. Yeah, I think that... That summed up Puma, it summed up Emery, it summed up Arsenal at that particular moment. Pretty shite overall. Um, yeah, as, as listeners, as Steve pointed out earlier, I've always got more than one when it comes to shirts. That is one of them. So thanks for that, Liam. Um, yeah, that was, you know, probably, is it my worst? Is it out there? I mean, it probably is overall, I think. Um, but a close second also has already been mentioned earlier in the pod, and that was that 08-10 home shirt, Liam which was absolutely disgusting. Sorry. Yeah, that's fine, mate. If you, you know, you like what you got to like, but it's funny, isn't it? Because as, as you know, Steve, I love, actually probably Liam, you probably know this at this stage. I love a, you know, drop a navy on a home shirt. Yeah, look at that. Steve's just showing us listeners. It's all it is horrible, horrible, isn't it? 
The, the, it's funny though. Red and white sleeves. If they're the if red, red sleeves and a, and a circle neck. Yeah. yeah. But also, it's just I don't like the red red current. It doesn't. It's not bold enough. And I think because you mentioned this earlier, you know, funnily enough, Liam, you don't like this season's home shirt, but you love that that you know that 2000, 2001, you know, JVC stroke Dreamcast mm-hmm. kit, Thierry Henry's first. I would have loved it if they would have put um, navy blue lines instead of the burgundy. It might have saved it. Might have. Um, but yeah, it was the burgundy lines I didn't like for some reason. Is that right? Is that on the shorts? No, it's on the, the actual shirt itself. There's burgundy through the... Is it also on the sleeve? Because the sleeve is white down the middle of the arm. And then I think it does have a little like line in that one sleeve as well. Yeah, oh, yeah. The side of the torso. Okay. You yeah, you can't, you, can't, you can't turn the photo I've got. I see what you mean. Yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I don't know why. I, I can't help it. I, I think something about it looks nice. And I, I think... Yeah. And I think the neck should be white, like a white trim. Oh, it's I hate white. a V-neck as well. I fucking hate a V-neck. Yeah, V-necks at all. Liam, I can see That's why right, you I'll love give this. You that. I can see why you love this. Again, we think a generational. You know, this would have been when football probably really started, you know, becoming part of your life that little bit more. You love Fabregas. Let's be honest, Fabregas. I can't not look at that and not think of Sesk, to be honest. Yeah. I love how I far you are. Yeah, I love how far just... you are away from your mic and, and you still sound crystal clear. You've got an echoey room, my friend. I've also been born with what they like to call an outdoor voice. An outdoor voice. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to go the other way and say, Liam, you've got abysmal taste, mate. Sort it out. <laughs> that, is, that is a terrible shirt. Yeah. Um, so for my worst ever Arsenal shirt, I would say that shirt is up there because mm. it's horrible. But my, I'm gonna, my worst shirt is a 20... Home shirt? Yeah, it's a home shirt. The 2017-18 home shirt, Puma, mm. with a little white collar. Um, it was the one, it was the show I believe we lost to Man City in in the league at final 3 0. Oh, yeah, I'd seen Mustafi and I'd just we, seen Mustafi in it, yeah. And yeah, Fenger. The, the 15 16 was actually very similar, it had like a similar collar. I think it's a very ugly shirt. I mean, let's be honest, how, how, how hard is it to really mess up a red and white shirt? They've done a terrible job here, and for, for me, it just reminds me of kind of the, the late Wenger era that we had a lot of mediocre players, a lot of players like, if you look at the current team now, we really buy into it and we, we love the players we've got and there's a mm. real connection. Back then, you, you just felt so, it felt very it, alien. Completely with you on that. It, it's that era where you start to sort of almost reach a point of apathy, in a mm. sense. And it was just like you stopped caring enough to even be angry about the direction at the time and it was just like get this over with can we get good again at any point yeah. something needed to change i also see when i look at pictures i see mkhitaryan in that oh. and just that whole mkhitaryan sanchez deal just stank yeah everything I about it, it yeah i did love the color i mean it, this is a this is a really odd comment lads but you might understand where i'm coming from and i do hope a few listeners do as well otherwise i sound like a, an absolute fruit loop but the shade of red which we had for that shirt was really nice, kind of similar to what we had last year. That slightly deeper red. Well, it's a really, really bold. Right. So what you're starting to say is they they were paid all this money to deliver a kit and they got the shade of the colour right. Absolutely, mate. Wow. I mean, what a job. What a job. But just going back to what I said <laughs> earlier, and it's it really ties in with what you, you, you both just said around that time. I think, Liam, you really hit the nail on the head when you say, I don't, you know, I don't think it's we stopped caring. It just stopped hurting. 
it got I don't know whether you know I felt this as well and I'm, I'm sure a number of fans have as well and it's like I always want Arsenal to win regardless of the scenario I will never ever want Arsenal to lose any match regardless of what I think outside of it I want the club to win but it got to the point where if we lost you were kind of like yeah yeah that's happened again you know it could happen a lot <laughs> it, it did happen a lot but I've got just yeah number eight on the back of that no name it, it didn't feel like Arsenal did it um but anyway, get, going back to the shirts, I, I think for me, you know, that that's 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 the worst. Mm-hmm. Um it was difficult because we've got we've had some terrible pumas. I also think the, the first season's puma 14-15, the really tight one, I think that was horrendous as well. Oh. I actually yeah. quite I, the ones you guys said the 18-19 with the, the hoops and the sleeves, I actually don't mind that one weirdly. We have complete opposite tastes yeah. because I'm looking at the kit now, the the 17-18. I'm absolutely with Kelvin. The, the, I, I'm a sucker for darker colours anyway, as we discovered with my keeper kits. Yeah. But actually, the, the collar, I don't like the shape of the collar, but actually they've done a little sort of red and white. Nice. To, I, I, I don't. I think the rest of the kit is completely basic, just red and white, nothing else. I mm. don't hate the, the look of the collar. I don't like the shape, but I like the design, if that makes I'm sense. I'm sorry. It's terrible. Yeah, yeah it's, it's, it's in the bin. Uh, yeah, I love in the bin. Get it in the bin. I'm not yeah. saying I love it. For what I just want to wow. clarify. So, sounds, like it. Do, I just <laughs> sounds like you do, Liam. I just don't hate it. Sounds like you Sounds like you're going to run off with it. I weird, again, more side note, fucking useless information, but that had like this weird spotty kind of pattern down the shoulder as well of like light grey. That used to annoy me because I was like, just make it blue, you pricks. Why is there grey on our shirt? Literally. What's that about? Right, so this, this is the fun bit. Away Big shirts. We've, we had so many. So I hope you're prepared. We'll go backwards, Calvin. You got about 19. I've got three. Oh, of course you have. Of course I have. However, let me finish. No, 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 no. Let me finish. Because the reason I've got three, Steve, is they all fall into the exact... Yeah, I'm a bit of a prick. But it's more to the fact they all fall into the same sort of fucking terrible approach to an Arsenal shirt. I've got a real, and obviously I own all three of them. I can't stand Arsenal having a white shirt. I can't, I can't, I can't, I can't buy into it. It really fucks me off. It's associated with Tottenham. And look, you're going to get the odd fucking idiot that comes up to me and goes, yeah, but but Arsenal have got lots of blue away shirts. What about Chelsea? And I'm like, that's fucking different. It just is, right? It's different. And it's not Chelsea blue that I wake it's eyes. It's a different shade. It's navy, usually. But yeah, all three of those white shirts. I would, I will admit, I did like the pinstripe design. Uh, we had a blue one which was very similar. Around it might be in your favourite sort of home shirt area, Liam. Around that 010 sort of version. So I think it was a bit early. It was Riziki Nasri kind of area. It was 0910, I believe. It was when Ramsey broke his leg. Yeah. That game, yeah. right? There was a blue version. Then there was a white. It was. Pinstripe. I was at the yeah. game. Was, we yeah. were blue. Yeah. So. Look, it was a nice design, but I just can't I can't get on board. And funny enough, you know the Arsenal shirt I put page three on? It was the first white shirt we had, so that's probably why I did it. I Which like, white mm. shirts are these? So it's the 09010 pinstripe. He's got to go, he's got to go and get him, hasn't he? <laughs> just to got, prove everything. To I prove wonder if one everything. of them's is one of them that is it last season? Was it last season? We had the reason Steve, he's, he's, got, got, he's got the Herbert Chapman. Yeah, so the reason I have to go and get him is Again, I'm getting old, lads. I can't, every fucking season, I can't remember the years anymore. It's got to the point where they all blend in. So, yeah, this was the first one. Herbert Chapman, 07, oh, third shirt. So, no, second shirt, wasn't it? Because we had the, the striped burgundy as our third shirt, didn't we? 
But what really fucks me off about this is the fact that you've gone and, you know, one of our greatest managers after Arsene Wenger, Herbert Chapman, way before any of our time, but club legend, and you've gone and dedicated an Arsenal shirt to him in, in white. That doesn't really add up, to be honest. So I actually like off. that shirt. I, I think it's a nice shirt. I mean, look, don't get me wrong. Like, I like this. I do like the design of it, but it's fucking white. And now you've got last season's um, Marble Hall inspired. That is a terrible shirt, to be fair. Mm. It is. Yeah. It, it really is. So, yeah, I mean, look, I've got three. And they, they top trump all the, some of the other ones that are going to come up. I know it. Um, but yeah, I just, I can't get on board with Arsenal having a white shirt. I like what you did there. You sort of, you know, it was like a collection of shit. A collection of yeah. shit. But you can see why I had three in that regard now, right? You had one collection, close enough. The shit. <laughs> oh shit. Liam, <laughs> go on. Right. 15, 16. The fuck is that about? It's blue up until halfway down. And then all sorts of random shit goes on. Don't know what. Can't make heads or tails of it. That is the it's greatest description. It's just blue third shirt. And then it halfway down, it starts changing colours in diagonal blocks. Is that the one you're talking about? It is, but that's black for some weird reason. It is, it it's navy. a real deep, it is a very deep navy. Yeah, that is, that's it a is really a solid choice. The 15, 16, right? Horrible. Yeah, I think of Giroud when I think of it. Sorry, blue, reason. gold, and white. Initially, I thought yeah. you were talking about the, the light blue Puma one we had, which transitions into a darker blue. And it reminds me of that Barcelona kit that looked like a Zoom lollipop. Mm. Do you remember that? Yeah. Are you sure it it's was navy? A, didn't like that one. It is, it's it's a very dark blue. It's a very deep navy, blue. yeah. I mean, it's I can see where but I can the, see you looking confused, but yeah. But then the blocks, the Block stripes, are, they've just turned them slightly to be diagonal, and each stripe is a, each block is a different colour. Oh, There's white, yeah. a gold, a two sorts of blue. And blues. a lighter blue. Yes. What is going on with that? I can't. That, that is vile. Yeah, it's terrible. It is horrible. Um, that um, actually might be our worst shirt ever, actually. Oh, I, I don't know. Wait for mine. So, I, and then I have another one. He says as he's Googling that to remind himself what it looked like because memory sucks. The 07 08 third. Colo Torre kind of is what I think of. It's the horizontal sort the blue, of the blue, burgundy, burgundy blue. black. Yeah, or is, the is gold it trim. The shirt we beat yeah. all three two in when we were the down. flappiest collar yeah. ever. I don't think yeah, it's that. Around. Think of Galas and think of Torre. It is no, don't like it. Don't understand it. Don't doesn't. I don't think of Arsenal when I see those colours. No, me no. neither. It's a bit random. I don't think it's the worst though. But yeah, I see what you mean. It's a little I can't bit, stand it. It's, it's a little bit of like that purple shirt in uh, 2012. That was a bit of an. Is that is that is that on your list actually? Just out of interest. No, it's close it's to not on my one. list. It just shades through, doesn't it? I don't know why. It's not. Yeah. It's the worst. To be fair, we've got a lot of bad away shirts. I think you could have a top five. I, I was really struggling because I'd even go as far as saying like the 2011, no, 2010 11 yellow with the pinstripes. That was pretty awful. Yeah. Um, Agreed. All the Puma shirts that the the peppermint. Green, the 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 twenty seventeen eighteen just blue blue kit was like which had a sort of two shades of blue. It's not horrible yeah, but, on the eye, but it's just a, it's just not a great. shit kit. Mm. Um, the one Liam mentioned, the fifteen sixteen, horrendous. That black one. So that was my number two. I'd say the the one Liam mentioned. Mm. Um, the number one is the twenty fourteen fifteen third, and it was the blue with the diagonal stripes with the like the green trim. We beat man. We beat Man yes. United. 
Um, Jesus, Old yeah. Trafford. I think Danny Welbeck scored. FA what? Cup on it. Yeah. Yeah. What a it's atrocious. Honestly, how that ever got passed out, it is disgusting. I think the only saving grace for the second shirt that season, the yellow one, is it was yellow and blue, and the color like the fit was awful, mm. but the the kit like the color yeah, the FA Cup final um yeah, that was a horrible shirt as well to be fair but yeah that that 14 15 third shirt was just absolute trash um really, really I, I, yeah Puma really really missed um missed the mark I'm going you go back to the nineties we had some incredible kits like even the ones that I don't really like they're still fa- fabulous kits but yeah Puma do you reckon like years to come We'll look back and go, no. oh, these, these were classics. These were under... No. no, I think we've literally listed off every Puma kit, more or less, in our worst home and worst away. We've all just sort of settled on Puma. <laughs> I love how you call it Puma as well, by the way. My Pumas. You've seen it's like... Um, with Wiltwood and Perez. Oh, did you ever... Puma. Puma, yeah, but it's there, like... So. Um, it reminds me of... Do you ever listen to the Peter, that Peter Crouch podcast, by any chance? And then there was a man on there, Chris Stark, who does it with him. He does Radio 1 and... Obviously, they're talking about Tony Pulis, and he just calls him Pulis. It's just, it's just the same thing. Yeah, Tony Pulis, yeah. So, listen, to finish up, we've got a few various um, shirt stories. Um, I'll kick things off, actually. So, a friend of mine who, who will remain unnamed, uh, he said to me, don't mention his name, but he'll, he'll be listening. He'll know who he is. Mm. Um, I'm not sure. If I, I don't think I mentioned this in a previous podcast. I've told you the story before, Calvin. It was back um, when we won the FA Cup against Aston Villa. And my mate had a credit card back then and you could get rewards for points. And a trip to London Colney was one of the, the rewards. And him and his friend went to London Colney. Suffice to say, Ramsey's shirt was there from the cup final. Put it like this, the shirt is no longer at London Colney. The shirt is in my mate's house. <laughs> he, he, he nicked the shirt, um, threw it in his back. And it was, it was his match-worn shirt from the game, which I think is pretty epic. Wow. Um, yeah. And another one as well, another friend of mine, uh, he's, he, he had an, a bunch of Arsenal shirts in a, in a, like a bin liner, I believe, or some sort of bag anyway. And one day he goes to look for them and he says to his partner, Where, where's my shirts? She said, I threw them out ages ago. They were, in a, they were in a black bin bag. I thought you didn't want them. There were some old, some old shirts from the 90s. Just thought you didn't want them. Oh, oh. Calvin's face. I, I, oh, you'd be devastated. Devastated. Uh, with that in mind, I wanted to ask you because I know Liam, you're not so bothered. Calvin, if if Hannah did that to you, is that grounds for divorce? I'd never allow it to happen. You know, if if you're a collector and you're a solid Arsenal shirt collector, not just football shirts, though, I'm just saying, like, there are a lot of lads out there who just collect anything or any football shirt. Mine aren't in black bags for a start, and they're hung up and they've got a designated wardrobe. And because why not? And I think a lot of people don't realize the, the actual value. Cause like, and I was like it, like, um, we, when we touched upon part one, there's a part one of this podcast, go and check mm. it out, Spotify and Apple. Um, and I said about, you know, before me and Steph moved into this place about three or four years ago, mm. I sold a load of shirts and was making like 20, 30 pounds. And thought, oh, this is great, you know not realizing what was to come and there's this huge sort of you know increase in demand so that's my shirt story coming to you guys i come to you first calvin any shirt stories anything funny happened to you has hannah ever have you ever come in for work hannah said oh you had 96 third shirt you had yeah giving it to a next door neighbor if she did that shirt is very funny you picked that one i mean look i don't have any major stories around shirts i mean i do like how i got hold of that that 96 um, 
third shirt from from you know the Dranberg releases that we did the night premier ones that was never uh, commercially available but I've got nothing funny about it but it, you know as you posted earlier and you know some listeners might know but you know I was I was a mascot for Arsenal when I was a kid and funnily enough it was the you know the game that we wore that that yellow shirt against Villa in the Coca-Cola Cup semi-final the year before you were born Liam just let that sink in for a minute you weren't even alive for fuck's sake but, um, you know, I went to, you know, I'd eyed it up for a while because I knew it was on there and I knew that, you know, that it was that probably going to be my only way to get hold of it. But, you know, like we spoke about when we first started getting talking around shirts, and it's just like, I can't comprehend spending, what, four, five hundred quid on a shirt, which, as you've rightly pointed out, is absolutely ginormous. <laughs> they come in like triple XLs. And it's funny because, you know, Steve, I'm sure you probably just popped into your head there. But do you remember when you're like, go on, try it on and send me a photo? So I did. <laughs> that sounds so annoying. Absolutely. It was. I made it photo. kinky. Really. Yeah. Let, 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 let your imagination I run can wild. confirm that did actually happen. <laughs> it did happen. I was. I did have trousers. He was wearing trousers. <laughs> yeah, it, Not it, that you it wouldn't have mattered. Um, it's absolutely ginormous. But I got in touch with him and I just like, I had a load of duplicate shirts you know, from my, you know, from my youth. And I was like, you know what? I have the adult versions. I don't need these. I'm going to see if I can be a bit cheeky. And I offered them all these Arsenal youth kits, a hundred quid cash, told them the story of why I was trying to get hold of it. And, you know, sent them the photo that I've got with myself and, and you know, the non-flying Dutchman. And um, fair play to them. They came back, you know, within the day and they're like, what a great story. Yeah, we'll, you know, we'll take those shirts off you. They let me take it off their hands for a hundred pounds plus or eight or nine youth shirts. Oh, Great. That is a really nice one, nice. actually. I like yeah. that. Yeah, no, I was, you know, I was really happy with it because, you know, it's... Good on them as well for doing that. Yeah, yeah. no, absolutely, because, you know, they, they've been around for a number of years. I've, I've bought stuff off them for a long, long time. And again, it's it's funny, isn't it, how the, you know, the rise of... or the the re-rise of 90s football, retro football shirts has come with with them. And I, I'd actually probably say they're probably a big driving force in behind that. Oh, massive. Massive. I remember buying shirts from them back in like 2007. Yeah. And like you could get gold Sagas for like 20 quid. So, Liam, to end the the, the shirt podcast, give us your story, mate. Uh, Actually, Kelvin just took another memory. Uh, I have a very recent one. So, my my local team that I play for, it's not Arsenal, I'm sorry. Uh, Speaking of retro shirts that really don't fit very well and are way too big. So, obviously, you're playing the Netherlands, and the Netherlands are Dutch people are so tall. So tall. The rule over here is though, if you if you and your away team's kit clashes, you're the home team is the one that has to change. Now I play in yellow and uh, in a yellow kit, and we played a team called Yellow and Blue. Kits clash, and the only kits available were these retro white shirts, pure white, little maybe like black stripe pin lines, almost a bit like that Arsenal uh, kit we talked about that was horrible. And now I play with international students who are still young, 19, 20 year olds. I'm one of the taller guys at five foot eight. And these guys, all of these shirts were in triple XL, every single one, no size difference. So that was really good fun playing in those kits. Won the game eight nil. So it was all fine. In I the bet end. you look like like a, a really it, kind of bad bunch of like Halloween costumes. Like when you go, yeah, when you ghosts, go like yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got loads of pictures of them. It's, it's quite amusing, quite good fun. But uh, no, my actual story. So my other lover outside of football is music, um, specifically rock and metal. And I'll go to, well, I used to, when COVID wasn't a thing, 
go to gigs. But anyway, me and my uh, my better half, we went to a VIP. Uh, we got VIP tickets for a mutual band that both of us love, a band called Shine Down. Anyone familiar? Yeah. Um, yeah, they're very very popular in America. One of the biggest, but they're rock as well. Yeah, Calvin uh, only listens to P Diddy, so he wouldn't know that. I don't even know who P Diddy is. That's how. Oh, is that is that a real person, P Diddy? Oh, oh made that sorry, up. Puff Daddy. Sorry, Puff Daddy. Like, sorry, that's the difference between us. That, that's <laughs> I don't a know. Stark is reality is P Diddy actually an made that up. He's changed it actually for you know a bit of knowledge for you there. I know you guys aren't you know R and B stroke hip hop wannabes like myself. Um, but yeah, it's funny because when you say P Diddy. I, <laughs> You know, you love Gavin and Stacey. Uh, again, I'm just going to go off on a tangent. You remember when he gets the ring and he's like, ring. P, D, <laughs> Puff, Daddy. <laughs> Puff, Daddy. That's brilliant. Back to you, Liam. But yeah, so at this VIP event, needed to bring something to sign. But for the life of me, couldn't think of anything. My missus came up with this idea. And she said, why don't you get the band's name printed on the back of a shirt with the number one and get them to sign that and frame it? And they did. They were kind enough to say, one of them had to ask and just double check that they were allowed to sign it in case of auction it off or some, something. Mm. But they did. They very kindly shared it. But the bassist, it turns out, he's a Spurs fan. But he still signed it, bless him. And I've got it framed. You can't see listeners, of course. But I, I do have it framed. Shine down to all reverse, thanks to Zoom. But it is that signed, is cool. framed proudly on my wall. And I'm going to another VIP gig in February. It'll be my first one back. So I'm going to do the same with that band, a band called Star Set. Oh, I love that. Me that's too. That's really nice. That's that looks, it's a nice way of sort of combining you, you, your two passions. Mm. Just and it was uh, sorry, Liam. Just you, you, you brought up something which Thierry Henry, by the way, was great for this. Clearly, he'd been he'd been taught a thing or two. Um, I, I funnily enough, Holland Dutch experience. I had Liam. I stayed, uh, mm. went to watch us play in the Champions League away at Eindhoven. Ended up staying, I'm not going to go into the international story, but stayed in the same hotel as the team by pure chance. Ended up sitting around drinking with Arsene Wenger, Pat Rice, Thierry Henry, all these lads. It was great crack. Wow. But he signed my... So it would have been the last away shirt for the season we were at Highbury, I think it was. It was this yay. It was yellow with grey. had the scented badge with O2, with the Nike was slightly off to the side. Around that, that total 90 sort of period for Nike, I think. Was it total 90, T90? Yeah. But he he signed that shirt for me, Thierry Henry. And unfortunately, a man in Adebayor, prick. Um, but he, he wrote my name on it. He, you know, he wrote two Kelvin best wishes, Thierry Henry. And I was just like, he, I was obviously buzzing to get the, the signature, but my first thought was, I'm never going to be able to sell that, for fuck's sake. Not that you probably would, but. That's cool of him, yeah. Uh, all I was going to say is as well, I, I didn't think of this idea for my own shirt, so. Um, yeah, just, just for the sake of my story, my missus actually came up with the idea and is now regretting it because every time I go see a band that you want to do I it, don't man. have many that I'll do VIPs with, but yeah. any band that I truly love and will do VIP, I'm doing the same. The High five to the missus for that. That's a great idea. Yeah, she's done very well. She, she doesn't, she's not keen on me supporting Arsenal. It makes the house a bit of a nightmare to live in um, when you lose. I'm just going to um, retract my high five. Just bring, I'm bringing that back because, yeah. She, <laughs> She's got a lovely Arsenal. Come on, Dennis. No. Well, Mars, she, Mars. She's, Come on. Yeah, unfortunately, she still also loves Van Persie, so it comes and goes. Um, yeah, well, she's Dutch. No, no, great credit to great credit to her. It was her idea as well, just to make it even the more special. So mm. anyway, that's that's my story. Nice. Thanks, mate. I love how um, 
mid-story, Calvin went, oh, actually, I've got one story. That is a that is a great story. I can't believe you forgot that. That's a brilliant one. It is yeah, a good... It's, it's not... It that. is kind... Yeah, but it's only funny when I when you said about signing it. I always... Yeah, it's it's going to sound really cool, bad. It's good. Yeah. I don't think I'd be able to ever forget that night when you're standing in the hotel with Literally. Jerry. Well, it wasn't just, this is the funny thing. It wasn't just a night. So obviously we're in the hotel and it was, I was dying with a bit of a flu when I went over and we ended, I don't know why we did it. I was only like 19, 20 at the time. And I went with a couple of lads um, over from Dublin and I lived there for a bit when I was younger as well. So if you're just wondering why that timeline doesn't add up, Steve. Um, so basically, we went over and, oh, we'll treat ourselves. But we it was only going to be two of us. And then we managed to get another ticket. So another lad came along with us. So we split the cost of this hotel between the three of us. But it was like, wasn't so bad. It would have been super expensive. It was just the two of us. But um, we were just in there. And I was like, lads, there was this big, obviously, you'll be familiar with Carnival. Uh, Liam, south of the river. Before Lent, everyone in Holland goes absolutely mental and has a big carnival. I'm at the north of the country. I'm not allowed to know things about the south. It's, it's blasphemy. Oh, so that's the same thing as it is back home in England then, yeah? They have a very yeah. strong north. So, well, it's more the two northern provinces. The hmm. two northern provinces hate each other and anyone south doesn't like anyone from the north. It's a whole thing. Cool. This, this goes around the world. I love that. Um, but anyway, so <laughs> south of the river in Holland, they do carnival, um, which is just before Lent, end of February time. Um, and anybody who went to that particular fixture, we lost one nil, but I didn't even give a shit because the experience was so good. We, you know, we landed into Eindhoven, we had no idea this carnival was going on, and we got off the bus after you know getting from Eindhoven Airport into the city. And we, there's just marquees up everywhere, people walking around in mental fancy dress. The Dutch take fancy dress to a different level, to be perfectly honest, from what I saw. And um, we just went up to this bloke who was. On a different planet, to say the least. Um, he was having a good time. I'll give him that. But uh, they're I, allowed to. They are allowed to smoke over here. So uh, yeah, yeah that's why he was on a different planet. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I, I he was having a good time. He was having a good time. Yeah, he was. All on his own, all on his ones, but he was happy, and that's all that mattered. But we went out to him. We're like, oh mate, what's you know what's going on? You know, speaking fluent English because we're so arrogant that we think everybody speaks English. But um, he was like, oh man, it's it's carnival, and we're like. Yeah, brilliant, but what the fuck is that? And he was like, oh, it's just whatever this is, a whole week of getting pissed. And we're like, brilliant, we're here for four days. So, yeah, that's 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 fantastic. But um, ended up getting involved in this. And so when got back to the start of the story, got, I was going to go down for a little steam room to make myself just feel this bit fresher before going out and getting absolutely on it. And uh, I'm in the lift on my own with me towel, ready to go down, and the lift stops. And then Jeremy... I love the details here, mate. Yeah, love it. You're not missing anything, are you? What sliders were you wearing? What colour? <laughs> sliders weren't a thing back then. Come on, mate. It was trainer socks and, and trainers, probably. But um, no, Jeremy had ear walks in the lift, and I was like, oh, Jesus. Obviously, he was on the fringe of things back then, but I was like, oh, you're staying here. And yeah, yeah. Anyway, ended up walking into the steam room with Cesc Fabregas sat there, Jens Lehmann, um, Philip Sendros was there also. And there's just little 12 year old built me next to all these pro athletes. I felt a bit. Bit, bit, bit out of place to be honest with you, but yeah, it was good experience all round. But they all had a good laugh at us the next morning when we were hanging out of our asses going to breakfast. That's wicked. That is wicked. Yeah, fair play. That is very cool. One of the, I, th- I think I mentioned it on the guest before. I did meet Robert Pirro's once and Martin Keown at work. That's a good on the train. I had a, met Martin last year. I had a chat with him. Really, super, bear in mind how like he comes across very aggressive on the pitch. He's such a nice guy. Really like Martin King. 
But anyway, I think we probably rambled on a bit, bit too long here, listeners. If you're still with us, fair play. If you've fallen asleep, fair play also, because I use podcasts to go to sleep myself. Um, but look, as always, we just want to you know, thank you for taking the time um, to listen to the podcast. We hope you've enjoyed it. If you have, as Steve mentioned earlier, we are now on Apple Podcasts. We're on Spotify as well. Please feel free to subscribe to the show. Drop us a five-star like it, uh, five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. Um, if you want to follow any of us on the social media platforms, feel free to do so. Steve, he can be found on both Twitter and Instagram at in the clock end. Myself, I'm on Twitter at underscore the arse underscore and Instagram at the Arsenal shirt. And Liam, he can be found on Twitter at Ronin Guna. Um, I hope I've pronounced that as correctly as I possibly can for you there. But look, keep an eye on our social media feeds for information on the next podcast when it'll be available. But until then, look after yourselves, look after each other. Take care. Goodbye. Goodbye.